independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We are hours away. The excitement is building. Politically charged? Absolutely. At the end of the day, though, it'll be settled on a field in Qatar. United States in Iran. Very interesting. Talk a bit about it today. The political potential fallout. I mean, this is ugly. The fact that they're hearing now they've got spotters in the stadium looking for women who are Iranian citizens who live in Iran but aren't allowed to go to football games in Iran but are there. People who aren't singing the anthem the way they should. Can you spot who they are? Do they have family in Iran that may pay the price? Oh, my. Oh, my Lord. That is insane. The other side of it. Our coach was asked yesterday about things like warships in the Gulf. Can you get them moved? (laughs) What? Dude, this is a soccer game. Yeah, but do you have that kind of power? No, I don't. I mean, maybe if I win this game, I can move them. I I have no idea what you're talking about. That's the insanity. And I'm pumped. Going to watch it. And you know what? If I'm an American player and they're asking me questions about my country and and because it got tension, there was some contentious points yesterday because, you know, Iran's going through hell. I don't think you guys understand the hell that they're going through. The average citizen over there who's had it up to here with the 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 fundamentalists, the Islamists, the people who are just the, the you know, all of the, the Khomeini's, they're done. They're done. That girl sparked something. She was 22. She was killed. They're pissed. And there is some some ugliness going on around the globe. I mean, it is nasty. And this is going to be one. You got what's happening in China, which, by the way, China's watching the World Cup. You want to know how nuts they are over there because of the whole COVID thing? They're watching the World Cup. And they've got it in such a delay that if there is a fan shown without a mask, it's not shown. They must be masked or players, but do not show. So if they're going to do a great celebration and they scored a goal and they're running over and they're sliding in front of their fans and the place is going wild, they'll either show as tight of a picture of the the player as possible or they'll show like the coach standing there, right? Or like the mascot. That's the insanity. You don't think that people are done? The noise is being made louder and louder. But I'm pop. U.S. win and we're in to the next round. Lose and we go home. It's that simple. That simple. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things that are going on out there. Can I just say this for a second? Speaking of China, we're going to get deeper into China. Let's go back a few years. We're going to go back between 2010, 11-ish, all the way up to 2020. Joe Biden, he had a job. Then he didn't have a job for a while because he was relaxing. But talking about this, what we have right now, this nightmare in China, the COVID, the crackdowns, the insanity, the protests. Let's just give you a little bit. Like even our White House, you know, our spokesperson is like, hey, guess what? Yeah, we were supporting them. Our message to peaceful protesters around the world uh, is the same and, and consistent. People should be allowed uh, uh, the, the, the right to assemble and to peacefully protest policies or laws or dictates that, uh, that they take issue with. Yeah. Are we going to crack down on them? Are we going to say, hey, uh, 
anything you guys are doing to these protesters were going to be melt, met with some sort of sanctions or anything? Probably not. We won't do that. Why not? Maybe our president has something to do with that. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a competition for us. China's not our problem. And so what are we what are we worried about? Think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people were for years. I mean, you know, Gordon Chang, who we have on all the, sh- all the time on the show, you know, we try to when stuff's flaring up in China. He's probably the foremost voice in China. And uh, he'll tell you, you know, a lot of people were because China's long game is something totally different. But the th- that's our president right there. That's our president talking about, but he wasn't our president. He was a vice president, and he was just a citizen. But, you know, even when he was a senator, it was at China. Because nobody really thought, well, you know, our goal was if we give them freedoms like capitalism, eventually stuff will start to go sideways when they try to crack down. And Tiananmen will be real. Instead, they used it to fatten their coffers and to get people comfortable to dangle the carrot, to give them a taste, like chasing the dragon, if you want to use a drug term, and then yank it back from them and give another little taste and yank it back from them. Now they've got full power, but that power is being tested with COVID. They don't have what we have over here, not just the freedoms. I mean, our our shots, you, you, you made, oh, we could explode. I'm going to be, what is it, you're magnetic. And the reality is their stuff didn't work that well, and they didn't expose their people to life. And it's going to get ugly. And the potential of this thing getting ugly is tremendous. And then the question is, are they going to crack down like they did in Tiananmen Square? If you guys don't remember Tiananmen Square, it was a a bizarre situation where, you know, uh, if you're old enough to remember what happened, well, I mean, it was, uh, you know, I mean, you got these kids protesting and all this stuff going on and, and it went on for a few days. And then one night, darkness, radio silence. They cleaned everything up, and then they cleaned everything up. They went in and just took out all the protesters, and they cleaned everything up after that. Hosed everything down. What happened to everybody? Oh, they must have all got bored and went home. That's weird. It's not weird. It's reality. Rarely does the bad guy with a gun lose to the good guys without guns. Rarely. 323-538-2423. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Here's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. So much stuff to squeeze into. I don't know if you're aware of this. Thomas the Tank Engine, by the way. I would not allow this to happen. I'm telling you guys that right now. There's nothing going on here where you're going to strike on my watch. This isn't Thomas the Tank Engine. These are powerful unions right here who are upset and who want to go on strike. Biden administration thought they had fixed the issue Several weeks ago, they got deeply involved in the negotiations and it looked like everything was fine. Then lo and behold, it's not fine. Now, desperation is sinking in that we may have a rail strike at a time of heightened inflation. And uh, can I say this? An uncomfortableness when it comes to the holidays, the economy, 
uh, you know, we're past now the the election, so he doesn't need to worry about getting their help at this moment in time. These unions are not going to be stoked if they're forced to go to work based on what Congress might do. President Biden yesterday asked Congress to intervene. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi responded, saying the House will take up legislation this week requiring railroad crews to work under a previous tentative agreement. In the Senate, Democrats would need Republican support to pass the bill. Oh, the forcing. The, hey, we passed the bill. You guys are going back to work. Why? Because it could get ugly. $2 billion a day ugly here. Uh-oh. You don't want that. Nope, 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 nope. A shutdown could cripple supply chains, cost the economy an estimated $2 billion per day, and place a massive strain on the trucking industry. The American Trucking Association's now calling on lawmakers to act, and more than 400 business groups signed a letter to Congress saying, we call on you to take immediate steps to prevent a national rail strike and the certain economic destruction that would follow. Small businesses would be crushed. Take away the, the, the Christmas side of things that we might get by some of that stuff, but small businesses in serious issue. We need 500,000 extra trucks on the road today to make up what this might, what might happen here. Oh, it is ugly. And I get it. I absolutely get it. It isn't about money. They're going to get a raise. I mean, the raise they turned down, by the way, was 25% over five years. That's pretty good. It isn't about money. It's about how hard they're working. It's about how much they're they're having to do. It's about the fact. So we go and we look at, we hear all the time about flight delays, and we don't have enough pilots, or we don't have enough this, we don't have enough. We hear all of those things. And you're like, oh, my. They have that plus, 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 and they've had it for years. The difference is we didn't care because it was our stuff that was moving. And we didn't pay attention to it. And they're telling people, hey, I know your kid has surgery today, but you can't miss your job. Or are you going to get penalized? Hey, I know that it's your vacation, but I need you to come in and work today and not miss any of your vacation or else you're going to get penalized. Hey, I know you just got off an hour and a half ago, but we don't have somebody else. So you're going to have to come in or you're going to get penalized. They're done with it. They want more people working and they want an easier path to having their days off, getting their vacation all of that stuff. Oh. And the problems are growing. And then you throw in the inflation and everything else. So you've got two-pronged issue here with the rail strike. But it could hurt you in a major, major way. Then you're just not even really thinking. Because think about what inflation, the what, what the nightmare that took place with the supply chain in China, which is now starting to grow again. And then all of a sudden you throw this on top of it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ugly. In more typical times. This this might not be as big a problem, but this is, these times aren't typical. American families are really struggling with very high inflation. Got to do everything you can to avoid uh, adding to that. We'll see. But if you're think about it, if you're a Democrat and you're going in and you're going to try to get them to basically, hey, we're, we passed some laws, make you go back to work, we're making you do all this. Think about how that looks. Takes away the power of the unions if they could just override you in that way, doesn't it? I'm just saying. Remember when Reagan did it? Remember when Reagan went in and said, hey, all you air traffic controllers, get your asses back in there. Oh, still talked about. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from you. Got a lot of stuff to get to more on the World Cup, the potential fallout 
for some of these uh, poor players in Iran who are just terrified, I'm sure, because their family members are watching the game comfortably somewhere else. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, just chaos and craziness uh, there. Plus, uh, she has a store in Portland. It got broken into a bunch of times. She says, I don't want to have a store in Portland anymore. Some people are mad at her for that. And it just, you know, yesterday when I told people my story about getting broken into it, wait till you hear some of the reactions were. And I want to remind people about something. Do that. A lot of other things. My pillow right now has pillows on sale. Absolutely. They've got the mattress toppers on sale. Absolutely. They've got the slippers and everything, you name it, on sale right now. And these amazing towels, normally $90 shares for $40. 60 money back guarantee? No. You buy now? All the way out to March of next year. Machine washable, dryable, normally 90 bucks. Yours for 40. Six of them, two big towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, tons of colors and styles, super absorbent. You will love, love, love these. They make great Christmas gifts and they just make great things. People come over and ask you, hey, I want everything to look good. These are perfect for them. Get this and all the other deals by going to mypillow.com slash Benson. Use that code Benson on checkout and save on all of these deep discounts on everything. That's mypillow.com slash Benson. Save big now. 40 bucks, normally 90 bucks. The best towel set you're going to find around Cotton Grown right here in the USA. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. The National Guard is on standby. Shelters are being opened and Southwest Airlines has canceled several flights. We've asked all of our residents to review the um, um, volcano um, preparedness plans. There's no way to tell how long the volcano will erupt. The governor is warning residents to be prepared for lava flow in the near future. Oh, Hawaii! So, uh, what's going on over there? Manalua! Oloa is the, I think it's the largest volcano that is active, I think, on the planet. And uh, it started burping, <laughs> started not feeling good, right? It's, it's, it's starting to slowly but surely just let off, uh, for lack of a better term, a little steam. What could happen? Well, they're not really worried, worried about it, uh, if that's what you're, you know, you're thinking, because uh, if they were, they wouldn't say things like this. The governor says the lava is flowing far from resort areas and says there's no reason to cancel or change an upcoming trip to the Big Island. In fact, businesses are expecting an increase in visitors who want to see the eruption up close. Now, growing up in Hawaii, we would always talk about Kilauea erupting, never Mauna Loa. It's bizarre. Hey, let's get closer to the thing that could explode at any time, and doing so would liquefy us in a second. If you don't know the history of something like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you can look around at what what happens when volcanoes explode. Obviously, Mount St. Helens, uh, it exploded. And when it did, if you've ever seen it, it is, think, think about what Hiroshima did, right? Nagasaki. You go and you look at that, and you look at the destruction of, of, of those things and you're like whoa now mount saint helen's destruction when it exploded was like something that made that look like nothing this is when we talk about nature messing you up 
This is what this is. And nature can be nature. I don't know if I get that close. They feel confident enough to bring you close enough to see. Hey, come on over and check it out. It's pretty spectacular, isn't it? Could it explode? Probably. Will it? Probably not. Not now. We're not quite sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll see. But go go have fun because there's good deals available. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I was also reading that uh, uh, the the volcano, Mauna Lua, has been active for 700,000 years, but it just, just peaked above water 400,000 years ago. And the earliest that they can find it, uh, as far as rocks from it, it's about 200,000 years old. And then next week we'll find out signs. That we're wrong. It's 28 million years old. 323-538-2423. At Chip Benson Show. Twitter, text, love hearing from you. Uh, she had a shop. And people broke into her shop. She continued to have a shop. More people broke in. She continued. You see where I'm going? There's a pattern here. Finally, she says, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Talk about that. Portland, we're looking at you. Plus, uh, what some people said to me yesterday about my incident where I had our car broken into. Like, I had our car. Our car got broken into over the weekend. And what some people said to me, which is shocking and frustrating. Chad Benson, you. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. So yesterday, I told the story of how over the weekend, we got robbed in California. So been out to see my son play in his last two hockey tournaments out in California. One was in uh, Irvine, right? Somewhere around there. Uh, and then we went to another one in uh, Riverside. And, you know, the first one, we just kind of, we stayed with my family and stuff. But the second one, we went out to Irvine. Oh, my God, it's going to be great. Uh, late. My son gets, my, my mom's car gets stolen. It's stolen. Steals my mom's car. Stolen. I'm like, God, California's a hot mess. I go out this past weekend, took the family, we go out there, Thanksgiving, the whole nine yards. Our car gets broken into, they steal a bunch of stuff. You know what people said to me yesterday? Pissed me off. Because I thought my wife had my wallet. She thought that I had it. I think it was in my jacket pocket. My new jacket that I bought. I don't wear jackets, people. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt now. It was a jacket that I found. I'm like, I got to have this jacket. I got to have it. It's awesome. Right? I do. It's like, I got to have it. This is a must. It's a must have for me. Because it was just warm enough to keep me warm, but light enough that if it's 65 out, I'm not like, it's so hot. It's perfect. And people said to me, well, you shouldn't leave your stuff in the car. That's not the answer. The answer isn't you shouldn't leave your crap in the car. The answer is, hey, you shouldn't steal crap. 
You shouldn't allow this to go on. You shouldn't BS me with security if the guy sitting next to my damn car. He wasn't more than 15, 20 yards away, and somebody broke into my damn car. He saw us get out of the car. He knew the crackheads getting into it weren't us. The answer isn't, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't just, you know, you know that, you know, it's going to happen like that. Would you say that to anybody else? Well, you shouldn't have wore that skirt because you got raped. You know, you shouldn't do that. Well, that's not very nice. Chad. That's wrong. No, no, no. It's about everything. It's the way we are now. We make excuses for people and give them like an, ah, well, you know, I told my mom and and I'll relive a little bit. My, so my sister, God bless her. I love my sister. We don't talk. Uh, much. Uh, she's lots of problems with drugs, theft. There's just a lot of crazy stuff. And, and it's horrible because, you know, I look at my little brother who's in a wheelchair because of my sister. She took a ton of drugs. She, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, there's all these kids my mother's adopted that, I, God, I love all of them. But, you know, it's made my mother's life extremely tough at times. And when she was going through it all and it gotten, she hadn't gotten to the point where she is now i remember i came home from playing soccer in europe and you know and uh it's not like we made any money doing it back in the day and and you know when i got home i worked a bunch of soccer games at the end of the week you know you know the the it's like hey chad come on over here's your money and you know they give us a bunch of cash and and we'd laugh you know we're young we're in the early 20s and and i think i had like five or six hundred dollars in my wallet and uh i just got paid that day and my my sister goes, hey, Jack, can I borrow 20 bucks? And I said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's in my wallet. It's right there. Come find my wallet. Find it a little bit later. There's nothing in it. Social Security, everything's taken out. And my mother says to me, well, you know your sister, which I really didn't because I was out of the country for so long that I didn't really, you know, you shouldn't leave it around. I mean, Mom, this is not her job. Her job isn't to steal and our job isn't to hide. That's where people are now. Well, you know, you shouldn't leave stuff in the car. I don't care if I left a million dollars cash in diamonds in the car. Rather than going, well, you're stupid for doing that. How about you to go, hey, you know what? That asshat shouldn't be stealing. But we don't do that anymore. Case in point, Portland looking at you. This poor lady. Business owner. Somebody who brings something to the community. Somebody who is a taxpayer. Somebody who offers people opportunities to earn a living and provide said service. The owner tells me things will have to change to open the store back up. She put up this sign after break-in this week and said that small businesses just cannot sustain business in Portland's current climate. Marcy Landolfo says her store was broken into 15 times in the last 18 months. The last five break-ins happened in the span of 24 days. Landolfo tells us she's paid tens of thousands of dollars out of pocket. Despite this being the start of the holiday season, the owner was adamant in her decision to close this week. It's just too much of a gamble in a city that is, it's unsafe. And, and the thing with my employees, I, I can't put them in danger. No way. Yeah. People are mad at her. You're a bad person. How bad are you? How dare you close? This is so insane. It's so insane. Well, how dare her have nice clothes? That's the problem when you got nice stuff. People want to steal it. That's okay because they're the victims. 
Landolfo says during those break-ins, people targeted expensive winter products. She worried staying open through the holidays would only lead to more stolen inventory. It just gets tiring and exhausting when you see, you know, no change in the future or not moving forward, you know, not making positive changes. Wow. It's tiring and exhausting when you have to replace all the glass in your front, call your insurance company all the time, ask if your employees are okay. My little sister, she refuses to, she works at a salon. She does like pretty eye in hair now. Uh, she won't cut my family's hair. That's what I love about her. She's just, no way. You can't, I don't do that kind of hair. That's awful. But uh, she won't work at their downtown Long Beach salon after she got chased into an alley by a bunch of homeless people. And it cost it. She won't do it anymore. She won't. And they're like, so several of their employees, they had to open up like another area where they felt their employees could go and be safe along with their patrons. Yeah, that's what's going on. Doesn't matter where you are. Long Beach, San Francisco, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, and Portland. This lady's closing her store. I can't do this anymore. I'm worried about my employees, let alone all the stuff in here you're trying to sell expensive winter products you said the moment they arrive in your store you feel as if they will be stolen either that night or the next day you can't go on operating like that so what are you going to do that is why i've decided to close you know it was a personal decision i'm a an independent small business owner and it came down to not just the financial side but the safety of my employees and myself so it is a difficult question, but I just reached my breaking point. Yeah, you think? I mean, imagine that. If you're having stuff roll off something and you think to yourself, man, this stuff's going to be stolen by the bunches. Because you don't want a store where you can't go into, right? Where you're not welcoming. You don't want a store where you think, my, my employee's leaving. It's getting dark. It's that time of the year where it gets dark at 4.30 or 5. Oh, my God, they're going to be accosted. Right? I don't have the money to go hire a security person. And you think, well, the goal is to bring people into the store. We've got stuff to look at, so I would like to display it, but I can't because I know that by doing that, people are going to want to break in here and steal it. And we're okay with that, apparently. We're okay with that. Oh, I don't think we're okay with that. Here's the other side of it. On the money side, that has nothing to do with, say, the actual stuff itself. The reimbursement that I have gotten, that was for the first three break-ins. So beyond this city not having law enforcement and taking care of the criminal behavior that's running rampant, we have insurance companies that drop small businesses if and when you do make a claim. Why would you want to pay out or have people who are like, okay, these people in Portland want us to insure their business uh, and they're going to be broken into every couple days and have a bunch of stuff stolen. Why would we want to insure them knowing we're going to lose money? We're, we're stuck. You know, we have to have insurance by law to operate our business. However, if we use that insurance, we're dropped. We've got a lot of factors playing against small businesses beyond just the city and local level. There's some larger problems. Are you guys listening to that? Do you understand that? Of course you do. But Portland, are you listening? And by that, I mean the city council. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening. But are you doing anything? No, you won't. 
You won't do a damn thing. You won't. You won't do anything until you look up and go, oh my God, we're Detroit. We're going to have to start selling our artwork to make our bills. Oh my God, every taxpayer's moved the hell out of here. All businesses are gone. Who wants a house? You can have it for free. That's when you start to pay attention. But does it mean you change? Detroit sure the hell hasn't changed. Not that much. People go back. Go look at Detroit. Thriving. One of the biggest, if not the most thriving city in America outside of maybe New York and Los Angeles. Now it's a ghost town. From 3 million to what, 900,000 people in Detroit proper? Portland, you can have that? You're going to chase everybody away in the hopes and prayers that you're being a do-gooder by allowing people to crap on your streets and steal anything they want to steal? That's not the average person there. But the powers that be seem to think it's okay. Your city's just not working, Marcy. Right now, you are correct. It is not working a crime level, but that does not mean it's a lost cause. I still believe in this city and all the people here that are good, honest people that just are not aware of the dire situation because it's not affecting them firsthand. I want the story to be out so people understand exactly what's going on. How can people not know? People talk about it. Yeah, but now what it's doing is it's it's moving, right? Because eventually... You know how they price people out of the marketplace? Well, eventually, they steal people out of the marketplace. And then they've got to move somewhere else. And they've got to move somewhere else. It didn't. Detroit didn't wake up one day and go, oh, my God, we only have 900,000 people left. We used to have like 3 million. That didn't happen. It happens over time. And by the time you then realize, oh, my God, it's a mess. Usually, it's too late and it takes a while to build back. It's not working. Portland used to be one of those beautiful cities that people to go to. It's like, oh, this is awesome. It's clean. It's beautiful. It's anything but anymore. And it's not working. It's not working for the people who want to do it right. It's working for the politicians. It's working for the homeless industrial complex who continues to, to say, it's just people who are priced out of the market, but it doesn't work for the average person who doesn't want to see people fornicate on the street or crap right in front of them while they're trying to go down the street to get a snack. Who don't want to step over homeless people to get into their building. Not working for them. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the things that are out there. Feel free to jump on that. Raycon, best earbuds around. You guys already know I talk about that. They've got the amazing headphones. If you, if you have a gamer in your life, get them these. They're going to freak out. Sturdy, amazing, incredible just the best. My kids love them. And they had, you know, uh, they went and got the, you know, I can I have the super cool one? the wine. It's awesome. I'd sit on TikTok. And they're like, it's broken. It don't work. Blah, blah, blah. I can't hear anybody. I got them all Raycon. They're like, these are the best things ever. Yeah, exactly. Speakers, you name it, they've got it. They've got bundles. Deals right now. Huge. Buy now, pay later. Perfect for the holidays. Up to 54 hours of battery life. The best fit when it comes to the earbuds. You're going to love this. So they get the buy now, pay later. And on top of that, they get a 30-day happiness guarantee. If you're not happy, you send it back. Boom. It's a win. 
but you're going to love these. And you're going to be like, we should probably order more. You should. Do your holiday shopping. Give them the gift of audio sound, the best premium sound around at a price not going to break the bank. Save an extra 15% right now. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use code holiday on the way out to save big. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use that code holiday. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. So yesterday, the big thought was, oh, my God, I can't believe Trump had uh, Nick Fuentes and uh, Kanye. And and uh, there was a Milo sighting as well. And apparently uh, Trump likes Nick Fuentes, who's got some serious issues when it comes to uh, anti-Semitism because he's a scumbag. But whatever. Uh, he's a troll. That's what he is. He's a troll. Whatever. So yesterday they appeared on Tim Pool's show. If you now watch Tim Pool, is an interesting character. I liked him, uh, uh, very much honest, kind of straightforward character. Uh, who you know he talks about just talks about the other day how lucky he is to be doing what he's doing. He has a podcast and he works pretty much every day, and he'll do a show and he does all this. He, he's, he's, but he likes to have a lot of people on. He's more left than right, but he's sane <laughs> in a lot of ways. But he had on yesterday Kanye, Nick Fuentes, and Milo. And uh, during the interview, and by the way, Tim's podcast will sometimes go on for, I was telling my uncle, who has time for three hours? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would like to say, you know, I got time for three hours, and I do for certain things, my family. I watch the World Cup. It's only two hours long. And I'm usually doing 50 other things. But uh, so he's got all these uh, people on his show yesterday and uh, Kanye was there and, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to play it and then I'll tell you what happened. I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you guys use. I'm, I'm talking it is about them, though, isn't it? I mean, so he's talking uh, about the word, you know, they won't use the word. What did what did uh, Dave Chappelle say? Right. <laughs> it's like it's a coincidence. Bunch of Jewish people together. So Nick Fuentes, he goes, you know, it is them, right? I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking about. It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no. and, and because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what, what do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about. Are you leaving? Kanye, get up. Walk Are you out. Refer to the press. He's gone. I'll say it right now. Um. You guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up, and then have think the we're discussion. not going to have, not gonna have like, a conversation. Like have the discussion. Like you, you think Be- yeah, he's going to come in here and say, "Here's my pain, here's my suffering." I'm going to say, "I hear you," and then he's going to say, "And it was Jewish people," and I'm going to be like, "Okay, but don't you consider?" So I'm not going to do this. I, I, I refuse. Go, uh, make sure he's cool. All right, go for it, Luke. And I. So Milo kind of walked out because that's pretty much all Milo got to do. Uh, but I like the fact. Wait, you, you, you guys don't think that you think you're just going to walk in here? And talk about them and they're out to get me. Who are they? And you're not going to get pushback. You're not going to get questions. I can sympathize with, you know, how you feel in some ways. But when you're going to start blaming, you're not going to get questions. So he's got to walk out. You're like, there you go. That's the world we live in now. 
Oh my goodness. But I just love the beginning of this. I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you guys use. I'm, I'm talking about... It is about them, it. though, isn't it? I it is them, though, isn't it? Who are them? Say it. You want to skirt around anti-Semitism without saying it. You want to talk about it in a way where you're wink-wink, nudge-nudging, but you don't want anybody to know that you're wink-wink, nudge-nudging. That's all I'm saying. We get what you're doing. We're not idiots. Some people are. We're not. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. Wherever great podcasts are available, you'll find mine somewhere in there. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson it has been a while since the united states soccer team has been in the situation they're in right now world cup finals going on as we speak behind my shoulder right now i'm watching senegal and ecuador and by the way can i just say this about the african teams i love to watch them play because they score goals and they give up goals it's exciting it is it is but we're playing Iran today. Geopolitical in some ways. Yesterday, reporter from Iran, 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 not Iran, as he likes to point out. A uh, little tense conversation with uh, Tyler Adams, our captain. First of all, you say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Yeah, there is. You know how he knows? Because he's black and he plays in Europe. And he sees it, and he is flabbergasted by what goes on elsewhere. Oh, my God. By the way, I'm looking at the Iranian lineup here today. I don't see a lot of brothers playing on the team. I see any Asian guys or Latino guys. Pretty much all the Iranian. No, there's no equity there. How's your women's team do? Hmm, yeah, not a lot going on over there. Hey, uh, uh, you guys have spotters at this World Cup? That's what I heard, that you were looking to see what women might be Iranian nationals who happen to be also residents still in Iran because they're from Iran, who happen to be at a game uh, because they're not allowed to go to a game in, in, in Iran. Oh, how's that working out for you guys? I'll wait for your uh, answer off the air. It's tense. You know, the last time we played Iran in the World Cup was 1998. They eliminated us. Uh, the way that we went about it, then the way that they went about it, they they wanted to make it about the game. At least that's what we we wanted to make it about. It was a much bigger difference and deal to them uh, than for us in the sense that, you know, I mean, they eliminated us from the World Cup. But, you know, normally what happens, you all come out, right, and they give you the little kid that you walk out with and, like, he's the ball boy and here's your mascot and you walk out. And, and what ends up happening is – 
you then go into and you take a picture, you know, your team. But during the 98 World Cup, we all took pictures together. They decided the night before they're bringing out roses and 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 we're not going to make this Iran versus like a geopolitical thing. And it kind of was more so for the Iranians than, than we made it out to be. We tried to make it about the t- just the game. You can't do that. We're not in that position anymore. Things are worse than they were. This wasn't about revenge from 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 you know what happened to the hostages and and stuff. This is this is much different now. And I wouldn't ignore it. You're asking us about. You're asking our coach about. Hey, uh, 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 in Iran, are you uh going to move warships? Like he's. I'm here to coach soccer, bro. They didn't give me the opportunity to move warships. Maybe if we beat you tomorrow, I can talk to them about moving a ship somewhere. I don't know. That's where we are. So today, I would have said, guys, you're playing for America. You're playing for the red, white, and blue. You're playing for freedom. That's what you're playing for. Their players, in some cases, may be playing for the well-being of their lives and their families' lives, which is scurry. So go out. Have fun. Represent the red, white, and blue. And don't lose. Don't lose. Oh, Chad. Yeah. Crazy, but reality. That sport is one of those weird things. And the World Cup is kind of like the UN. That you know, it's not like the Olympics, where you know, it's like half the countries don't play in one Olympics and the other half do. And and this is different because you have all of these countries that dislike each other. You have to come together and play a sport, and they're put together to play a sport. So we shall see. We shall see. USA, USA. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. I will say it. I'm going to admit it right now. Guys, I'm going to, to, to admit it. I did a little shopping yesterday. I, I, I did. I did. I did a little shopping. People are like, well, you're going to shop? You're not going to shop? How dare? What, you're being t- It was just the deals were too big. I wasn't. Some of the deals that I got were, were big. And I was like, ah, you know what? It might be cheaper in two or three weeks. But I know if I order it now and it's a couple bucks more, it's cheaper than it was two days ago. And I know if I order it now, I'm going to get it when I want it. I'll be fine with that. Even though prices have risen faster than promotions in many categories, Americans keep spending in record amounts. While the final numbers are still being tallied right now, spending on Cyber Monday could hit $11.6 billion, making it not just the biggest online shopping day of this year, but of all time. All time. All time. Here's the issue with it, though, because it's weird, right? Like we, we, we want the economy to be good. And at the same time, we want to slow it down. Yeah. So we want a good economy, a strong economy. Eh, let's slow it down a little bit. We want a really strong economy. We want to slow it down just a smidge. Thing is, a lot of people are spending money, though. They were they got the buy now, pay later, which is growing. But they've also put a lot of stuff on credit cards, which, as you know, rates are up a bit which means you're buying something now that you're going to be paying for for a very, very long time, which isn't great for the economy. Much of it is due to inflation, which rose 7.7% in October. Even so, Americans are still spending a growing number of cases in money. It's money that they don't have. Credit card debt is increasing up 15% year over year, the largest increase in 20 years. Americans are also saving less than they were before the pandemic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and, and we've gotten so much more comfortable with buying stuff, you know, online. And it's just easy because it's not money. See, that's the other thing. I think we save money. Like, if you have $100 in your hand, sometimes it's a little bit tougher to spend that. Right? Like, ah, do I need that? Do I? When you've got a flick of a button and you don't see it leave your account or leave your hand, it's way easier to do. It is. And we're putting a ton of stuff on credit cards. I'm glad I have one little, I think we have two credit cards, little ones. We made a thousand bucks. We don't use it for anything because I just like, you know, kind of come with the old school, you know, that we'll pay for it here. And, and if I can't pay for it, you know, it's like, it's, but I, it's so easy. It's like a game, right? It's like a game. When you don't see it, leave your hands. How much easier is that? You're like, oh, that is so easy. So easy to leave your hands. Oh, God. But when it's in your hands and it's like 300 bucks, like, think about this. If you had to, but like, let's say they gave you the, the you know, I'm going to take out a loan for a car and they hand you like $50,000 cash or $40,000 cash. Then you had to hand it over to them. You'd be like, whoa, that's a lot of money. But you're signing something and it comes out a little bit later and it just it nibbles away at your account. Totally different thing. That is different. It is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. That being said, today is a day to give. After Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday comes Giving Tuesday. It started in 2012 by Manhattan's 92nd Street Wise Belfer Center for Innovation and Social Impact as an opportunity to help the charity of your choice make a difference in your community or maybe even the world. Many organizations offer specials to mark the event, in some cases matching your donation dollar for dollar. You may be able to deduct the donation on your 2022 income tax return. You can also take part by donating your time and talents. You can do all of those things. And also remember that uh, you can give on Wednesday, too. They're fine with that. And Thursday. Uh, and you can eat just tacos tonight, because normally it was Taco Tuesday, but it got kicked to the curb for that. So we have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, and I do believe Small Business Saturday. Now, Small Business Saturday, if I'm correct, is is that the first December, uh, first Saturday in December? So that would be this weekend. So be prepared for that. Get out there and shop in the small businesses and give them their, you know, their due. Uh, but it's tough. Again, it goes back to this. We didn't shop a lot. We only had nine billion dollars in sales, which was kind of soft for Black Friday. And a big reason for that is because so many people just bought online. It changed our habits. Being home for two years made everything easier. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter tweet, text, love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff to get to. Will Smith apologized. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Again, he was on with uh, Trevor Noah. And I will say, that was an interesting interview. Talk about that. Some other good stuff as well. 323-538-2423. That is your text line if you want to join the program. Uh, plus more in the latest on what's going on in Idaho with those murders. Still no suspects and more and more people are worried. And don't be surprised that a lot of these kids are just done right now. Because there doesn't seem to be any leads whatsoever. And it uh, feels like Barney Fife and the crew are are, are not uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing. What do you hear what one dad of one of the victims said about why they're not having a funeral? Yeah, it's 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 ugly. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three.
Uh, Omaha Steaks, uh, baby, we had the hot dogs last night. Omaha Steaks has hot. They do get dogs, and they were delicious. Why? Because it was only 60 degrees outside. Turned on the barbecue, had little steaks. It was better. Oh, my Lord, it's so amazing. Right now, they got great deep discounts on all the incredible best steak in your life, guaranteed steaks. Juicy, tasty, incredible. Now, so you can put together special curated gift packages to help take all the guesswork out of gifting somebody something. You're a little holiday hero, if you will. You can save an extra 30 bucks by using uh, Benson. That's my code when you go to checkout. You're going to love these things. So if you want steaks, you want hamburgers, you want dogs, you want pork chops, chicken breasts, they've got it all. Put together the perfect thing. Maybe throw a little something in there for yourself because you know what? Maybe you're giving it to dad. Maybe you're giving it to mom. Maybe you're giving it to your, to your brother, your husband, your wife, whatever it is. Hey, you know what? Why don't we barbecue some of that? It's like giving yourself a gift while also thinking of them. It's a way to say, I love you from your heart and from your stomach. Oh, yeah. 100% unconditional money back guarantee right now. Omaha Steaks. Go there. Give a gift for your belly and from your heart. A gift that everybody's going to remember and enjoy. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Benson when you check out an extra $30 off. omahasteaks.com. Promo code Benson. omahasteaks.com. Promo code Benson. Chad Benson Show. Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you so bitch? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it, some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonard, Crash, Nap, Lady Bush, and Lester Vance, Birthday Party, Cheesecake, Jelly Beef, Boom. What's trending? Tell you what's trending in the World Cup. Trending right now, USA and Iran trending on both Google and Twitter. Oh, yesterday number one trending thing: two million searches for Portugal and Uruguay. Steelers, Mauna Loa, the eruption that's getting close to happening. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Metallica announcing their North American tour dates with Pantera. Yeah, it's take home a piece of the stadium night. I don't really think that's it. I don't, I, I don't think so. I, don't, I think you're lying, Chad. No, I'm just letting you know. That's what it is. That's what it is. Gaslighting trending. Gaslighting is the Miriam word of the year. So being gaslit. Essentially, trying to help somebody make them think they're crazy. They're like they're, To the point where they're, they're questioning their own judgment. That didn't happen. You're a liar. Da, da, da. They started, Maybe I am lying. That's kind of gas. That's a, a cheap way of me putting it together for you. But that's that's what's out there. Head over to Twitter. Head over to the Twitter, kids. Do it. Do it, kids. What do you got going over there? She had lots of stuff. Oh, baby. Uh, trending right now. World Cup. Iran, USA. Giving Tuesday. Trending. Will Smith. We'll get to him in a second. Iran. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. U.S. soccer team. Tons of players. I believe that we will win. Trending as well. 
Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, Non-binary Biden. (laughs) He's not binary? At this age, do you really care what you are? You're alive. Take it for that. You got to win and go from there. Oh, that's true. And finally, quick check over in Yahoo. Yahoo. Russell Wilson, number one trending thing on Yahoo right now. Helen Bonham Carter, trending as well. Ugg boots, lots of Black Friday holiday gifts and and whatnot. Because, you know, everybody's Black Holidays deals are going for days. So don't miss out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump trending. Don't care. Don't care. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Will Smith was on last night with... uh, Trevor Noah, who I thought retired from the show, but apparently it's just not, he's just seeing out his contract. But yes, the first several minutes of the interview was about his new movie coming out. Then it was about that night. You, I have no independent recollection of the. <laughs> I, I can only imagine you, because you, you know, you, you, you won, you know, you won your first Oscar yeah. that night, a well-deserved Oscar that night. But it is, it is simultaneously. In many ways, not yeah. the worst. I won't say the worst because I know yeah. the life you've lived. I've read yeah, the book, yeah, yeah. but it is one of the best days of yeah. your life and one of the worst days yeah. of your life. And I, I would, I'd love to know. I mean, just you know, us yeah. talking. First of all, what has the journey been like since that day? Like, because we, we, everyone speculates. Everyone yeah, just yeah, sees yeah, it and yeah. goes, "I think this. I think that. I think mm-hmm. this. I think that." What has it been like for you? Yeah, that that was uh, that was a horrific night, uh, as you can imagine. Um, you know, there's many nuances and, and complexities to it, you know, um, but at the end of the day, I just, I lost it, you know, and yeah, very honest about it. And we'll come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the interview because it's very interesting and, and I'm going to give you my opinion because I did watch, uh, uh, the vast majority of us like 22 minutes long. Uh, you know, but, uh, cause I'd seen some of the other bits, so I kind of skipped through the, the things, but, uh, some of the stuff he said, I thought was very, very interesting. And we have to ask ourselves the question It's the forgive or forget kind of thing that people are asking with him. And, uh, we'll talk about that. Plus men, boys, Michael Smirconish, something very interesting about men and boys in this country. A lot of other stuff to get to. It is the Chad Benson show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. World Cup's on. The guy who heads the World Cup, because, you know, the big thing about the human rights. It's like, hey, 6,500 people, according to, I don't know, a gazillion different organizations have come out and said, we've talked to people who went to work on these stadiums and their family members never came home and they've disappeared. And uh, they're like, oh, that number's drastic. It's maybe four or 500 that died. 96 people died building the Hoover Dam. <laughs> At a time with no OSHA, but some oversight. 
And uh, they lost 6,500. By the way, 400 is unacceptable. Four is unacceptable. You just don't have that. Not so much here. Again, they have different uh, different way they look at things. Just saying. So uh, we're talking for the break. Will Smith, very interesting. He went on last night with Trevor Noah. And, you know, uh, the first 10 minutes or so was about his new movie, Redemption or Freedom or whatever it's called, the Apple Plus movie. It looks, you know, very, you know, he's like, I won't do a slave movie. So he said that, but I will do a movie about freedom. And that's what this movie's about. But you can't not have him on and not have, you know, a talk about what took place on that night. You know, and he said, you know, uh... complexities to it, you know, um, but at the end of the day, I just I lost it, you know. Yeah, we know. We saw it happen. You lost it. He continues to go on old Will Smith because there is this the thought of like, hey, you know, we give people second chances. Do we do that? Do we not do that? Here's what I'll have to say. He didn't slap me. <laughs> That's it. And everybody's like, well, look how he's being treated compared to Harvey Weinstein. Anthony brought that up earlier today. He's like, yeah, that's what some people are complaining about. We didn't see Harvey Weinstein do anything. I don't work in Hollywood. That was a Hollywood thing covering their own ass for their dirty little secret. This was the in front of the camera star slapping another star at their biggest night. Right? If we'd have saw Harvey Weinstein get up on some some woman who didn't want her, uh, that had changed everything. We'd never heard the word Harvey Weinstein, but we didn't. They hid their own secrets. They protected their own at that time. It's totally, totally different. He continues. I guess what I would say, you just never know what somebody's going through. You know, mm. you know, in the, in the audience right now, you know, you're sitting next to uh, strangers, you know, and somebody's mother died last week, you know, um, somebody's child is sick, you know, um, somebody just lost their job. Somebody just found out their spouse cheated. You know, there's, it's like there's all these things and these, there's strangers and you just don't know what's going on with people, you know. And there's, I was going through something that night, you know. And uh, not that that, you know, justifies my behavior yeah, at no, all. No, I would just say, you know, you're asking what did I learn? And it's that... Um, mm-hmm. We just got to be nice to each other, man. You know, it's like, it's hard. And I guess the thing that was most painful for me is I took my heart and made it hard for other people. Yeah, well, because you did something stupid. Now, look, in saying that, I don't know what people are going through. I don't know what anybody's going through. I always say that when I go out to a restaurant, you know, and the first time you're you're at a restaurant the server having a bad day you don't know what's going on in their life yeah you give some people some slack and different story man this you ruined your night and a bunch of other people now you didn't ruin my night you made my next day hilarious we're gonna talk about you twisting off hell go hit somebody every year i don't care but you ruined your night and look are we ready to forgive again forgive what you didn't do anything to me you didn't do anything to me. You may have been going through some stuff. It's Chris Rock you got to ask for forgiveness, and he ain't giving it. That's got to piss you off even more. But then there are other situations out of this, and I found this to be rather interesting, uh, you know, as he talks about this, especially with his nephew. I understand the pain, you know. Yeah. It was like um, my, little, my nephew, Dom, is nine, and he is the sweetest little boy. He's like... 
you know, we came home and it's like he had stayed up late to see his Uncle Will, you know, and we're sitting in my kitchen and he's on my lap and he's holding the Oscar and he's just like, why did you hit that man, Uncle Will? You know, damn it. Why are you trying to Oprah me? (laughs) (laughs) Because of what you did. Because of what you did. That's the reality of it. And it goes back to, should we forgive? Again, I, what am I forgiving? He didn't do anything to me. Hell, it was him. Do you know how I know it was him? Answer me this question. What do you win the Oscar for? Best actor in what? Best supporting actor? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I, I don't know. Yeah. But he hurt himself. He embarrassed Chris Rock. He hurt himself. Sad. Very, very sad. Very sad indeed. And think about this. Think about all the other people that have already signed on to do movies with him, uh, whether he, you know, you're producing or whatever it is, and now you hurt them. Because what if you hopes that you put together a vehicle and maybe this movie right here, from what everybody's saying, his performance in this movie is actually better than whatever he won the Oscar for. But the reality is, is, is not getting, he's, he's, he's banned for 10 years. He resigned, but he's banned for 10 years. What does that mean? I don't know. Does it mean he, what if his performance is the greatest ever? Does he get an Oscar nomination and a potential chance to win? And he just can't show up? Does it mean anything he's in will not be Oscar nominated? I don't know. Which means that might hurt the box office. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, I'm sorry to everybody. Okay, that's fine. But again, you didn't do anything to me. You made it more interesting. In fact, that was probably the most interesting the Oscars have been in the years. <laughs> if you could have a fight all the time at the Oscars, we might enjoy it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet ask. You know, I want to get to this thing about boys and men. We might hold it till tomorrow because it's just, it's too good to kind of make it a, you know, I don't want to say a throwaway, but just, I want to go deeper into it because I'm raising a young man and doing everything I can to to find the balance in, in a world that has become a little bit more hostile to younger men uh, than it was in the past and all, you know, so, and, and I want to give it its due because it definitely deserves that uh, for sure. Uh, Idaho, the nightmare continues and I still find it fascinating that they're not seeming to get any closer to anything that's going on there and people are dumbfounded. But one of the fathers who have one of the murder victims was speaking out and, you know, talking about, just the entire situation and it, and and he it's just it's talking about you know how fast his daughter died it's terrible but it was fast and uh nobody suffered and nobody felt like like that kind of pain like that is it was fast and i still go back to The fact that four people were stabbed to death right next to each other in a home where two others weren't stabbed. And nobody had time to move to do anything. 
But then he was asked about, you know, the funeral. Is there going to be a funeral or not? And listen, this is very, it's sad in so many ways because the tragedy took place. But why they're not having a funeral makes it even, I think, doubly tragic. My wife's biggest fear, part of the reason we didn't have a funeral, is because she couldn't be guaranteed that that monster was going to not be there. Wow. Think about that for a second. The only reason you didn't have the funeral, the only reason you didn't have a funeral and a chance to grieve with friends and loved ones and to celebrate her life is because you thought, we don't know who this person is, and this SOB could show up here at the funeral and, quote unquote, grieve with us. That's how little they know of what this potential uh, killer is or who he or she is. I say she because I want everybody and we want equality. That's scary. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Do want to hear from every single one of you? Check out all of the stuff, all of the things, the Twitter, the Instagram, and everything else. I know I need to do more on that. It's just so hard. You start doing stuff, and then people are just so full of hate and anger. It's just, how do you get to be so angry all the time? You know, yesterday I watched a bit here of the, because, uh, uh, you know, it was a certification day here in Arizona for for the midterms and you know like one place isn't going to certify and and you know the potential of them going to jail for not certifying but also they may throw those votes out so you're thinking you're doing something and it's just it's, it's so ridiculous but people showed up in Maricopa County not a lot of them but they were all angry I was like how do you get so angry how do you get so angry I just don't know. So we got to take, you know, Phil, uh, Will Smith was right. We got to be nicer to one another. How about start out with being a little bit nicer to yourself and not so angry all the time? 323-538-2423. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for you. What is it? Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All of this incredible stuff that is a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. That's all you have to do. Sprinkle on top of your dog's food. It brings your dog's food to life. Your dog's food is shelf-stable. So it's meant to live on a shelf. It's not meant to be really fresh. This is going to change all of that. You don't have to change anything else. Just put this on top of your dog's food. Dr. Dennis Black put this together as a naturopathic doctor. to come over a quarter of a century doing these things to perfect this thing, and you will love it. My dogs love it. It's helped with their joint pains. It's helped with their, uh, their digestive tract. It's helped with their allergies. Try a bag for free right now. You cover the cost of shipping. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Go there now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. You cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. All right, coming up. It's punny. See the way I did that? Because there's puns in it. As ostriches loose in Alberta, Canada. You know what I'm saying, eh? Talk about that. Some other stuff straight ahead. Tis the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. We all know that. 
legendary singer Bob Dylan, but this is not about his singing. So he's put out this rare public statement apologizing because of this controversy over signatures on his new book, The Philosophy of Modern Song. This comes after fans who bought a hand-signed, or so they thought, special edition of the book of essays for 600 bucks, posted pictures of their copies online and began to notice that, well, they all looked exactly the same. Oh, Bob, don't tell me you didn't sign the books. You stamped them. So Dylan is revealing he used an auto pen to automatically replicate his signature on the 900 or so copies. And this is what he said, quote, in 2019, I had a bad case of vertigo. It continued into the pandemic years. It was impossible to sign anything with contractual deadlines looming. The idea of using an auto pen was suggested to me. Using machine was an error in judgment, and I want to rectify it immediately. The publisher, Simon & Schuster, also offering to provide full refunds to anyone who bought that. Let me tell you what he really said. Vertigo pandemic. That's what he really said. And they're like, yeah, so let's put that out and tell him we're sorry. <laughs> oh, Bob. 600. Couldn't even do it himself. I'm not quite sure what would Vertigo make you not sign things the way you're I don't know. You know, kids, uh, uh, Bob's messed up, but you know, also mess you up nature, and sometimes nature's just hilarious. Case in point, you know, ostriches in Alberta. Oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever seen this. A real jailbird situation in Tabor, Alberta. 20 ostriches flew the coop from a nearby farm Thursday morning. One of those attempts to wrangle a bird was caught on film. The runaway didn't look amused by the takedown and managed to outrun the long neck of the law for a bit longer. Oh, my God. They must have a school of puns that they go to. They're like, you're not ready. You have yet to graduate. You think you're punny? You're not punny at all. See what I did there? I said, you think you're punny? You're not punny at all, you guys. You're not getting uh, The puns are, are just, it is punbelievable is what I'm trying to say. The woman who shot the video couldn't believe what she saw, even from her bird's eye view. Like that, that's, I didn't just see this. There's no way I just saw an ostrich. I look again, I hear the sirens, and here we are, seeing an ostrich running down the highway. And we've had moose, deer, horses, you know, things like that. Not Nothing too out of the ordinary. But an ostrich, that's definitely a first here. <laughs> the birds did make their way onto area highways, with one being unfortunately struck and killed. However, yeah. most have since been recovered. Oh, my goodness me. That's not punny at all. So stop laughing. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. The excitement, the thrill, the, 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 the anger that some people are. This is it. Team USA. United States of America, Iran, the game. Uh, we are not too far away from it. What will happen? What kind of game is it going to be? Because there's already, we, we, we've heard the arguing, the fighting, the whole nine yards. Is it going to be a tough game, strong game? Uh, we're we're going to get deeper into to the, 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 the stuff politically in a little bit. But there is a game to play today. Iran, U.S., if we win, we're in. If we tie or lose, we're out of the World Cup. So, you know, it, to me, it's a solid, really solid team, well-coached team. You know, Carlos Quiroz was a guy that I, I grew up admiring, um, you know, when he won the, the U-20 World Cup with um, Portugal. 
and that that great generation of players that he had with him. So I, listen, I think it's a really good team. It's going to be a difficult game. Like I said, a knockout game. Um, I think they're in a in a positive position, only needing a draw, and we need the win. So it's going to be a challenging game. That it is going to be a challenging game. Uh, it's going to be interesting again this is the we'll get deeper into the 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 political we got some into the political earlier but we'll get deeper into the political a little bit later uh but you know uh, even blanken is talking about that's right anthony blanken's talking about the u.s team having seen them play in uh in doha in their first game against wales uh, i'm certainly confident in um in their abilities to do well on the field so, uh, Carlos Kirosh is the manager, and he is uh, famous for being the guy, as they talk about, somebody needs to park the bus, meaning uh, let's not let them score. 0-0, doesn't matter, Iran goes through. If we win, one nothing, 12 nothing, 15 nothing, we go through. If we lose, we're out. If they lose, they're out. This is what you wanted. If you'd have asked the guys months and months ago when they saw the draw— if you were playing for your World Cup lives on the final day, meaning you win, you're in, would you take it? Uh, they'd have probably said yes. We shall see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other things. If you miss any of the fine feathered program, be uh, sure to see what I did. The more puns with the ostriches. Do you see that? Don't fly it. Don't fly away with us unless you're grabbing the podcast. And if you don't get the third hour of the program, uh, make sure you do by telling the people and the powers that be where you are that you'd like the third hour of the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Today is the day United States of America taking on Iran in soccer. And I say Iran because we've had some issues apparently with the way that we say things. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the actual name is Iran, not Iran. I don't know if you guys saw that, but we're taking on Iran today. Iran. Soccer. Big game kicking off. Here we go. I'm excited. I want to say, you guys are getting a little soccer talk for the next couple of days. The World Cup's here. You're going to have to bear with me, okay? It's not often that, you know, even though soccer's huge and it's gotten much bigger than the United States, I mean, the ratings for, I think, total was 20 million people that watched uh, the U.S. versus uh, England on Black Friday. I don't know how many people watched today. I will tell you, as it goes, it's the beauty of America, if we got to the final. I will, I, will, I will absolutely guarantee you. Now, we're not going to get to the final. Uh, I'm not saying never, but the chances are very slim that we get there. Although, you know, I always go back. Greece won the European Championship several years ago uh, out of nowhere. But should we have get to the final, the quarterfinals, the semifinals? I will say this. Could we do 50 to 100 million people watching the game? Absolutely. No doubt. Think about this. We're probably going to have 20 million people watching the game today. 20 million watching the game today. 
Out of that 20 million, you got to think people are back at work. People are doing their things. I got a couple friends whose kids, they're staying home today. They're watching the game. They play soccer. It's what they do. It's awesome. I love it. And we got into a little tete-a-tete yesterday because we did not put the Islam. So we put the Iranian flag up without the Islam, the Republic, uh, you know, Islamic Republic emblem on it. They freaked out. At least their media did. Of course, they're having big issues, right? 22-year-old was killed, murdered by the morale police. Oh, she died of a heart attack. Whatever. And the riots that are going on are massive over there. We hear very little about it outside of some radio shows and a few television shows. It is huge what's going on over there. To the point where when Iran played their first game against England, where they were boat race 6-2. By the way, we tied England. I mean, 0-0. They beat Wales. We tied Wales. It's weird. This whole World Cup's been on. But the players would not sing the anthem, and many of the fans that were there, Iranian fans, booed the anthem because of what's going on over there. So yesterday, over the last couple days, you got to go and do the media thing, just like the uh, the Super Bowl. You got a media thing. And it was a little tense. A reporter for Iranian State TV turned to Tyler Adams, the captain of Team USA, and corrected Adams on how to say Iran. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. The Iranian reporter then asked Adams about the discrimination against black people in the U.S. You know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Back in Iran, anti-government protests have been spreading for weeks. Yeah. Continue to do so. They're into it. And they and here's the thing. They're asking our media, uh, isn't you know, they're talking soccer, but they're hammering our players. And you know, at some point, America, you come out and you say, yo, here's the deal. We love freedom. Have we had troubles? And he went on to say, I traveled the world. I live all over the world. I've played soccer all over the world. You start to realize when you get out of the United States of America, wow, are we diverse. Wow, are there are a lot of things that go on that is absolutely amazing here and things that we get frustrated with. It's everything's racism. Everything's this. Everything's that. You start to realize you guys don't know what real racism is. It is. You have no idea until you start to get around other places where it's just taken as eh, it's just them being them. We are way further ahead of the game than people realize. They're asking our coach about military tactics. Like, hey, when are you guys going to move this out of the Gulf? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Yeah, because they're trying to shave face. The players apparently today, uh, reported yesterday by AP and several other outlets, the Iranian players, according to several other outlets, have said quietly that their families have been approached at home about Hey, uh, you better show respect to the flag. You better show respect to everything. You better do well or else kind of scenario. It's nuts. It's crazy. It is. USA, USA. I, you know, at some point, don't you just stand up and say, look, I love my country. We're a kick-ass country. And name me a country on the planet that does not have any skeletons in the closet, has, has, has done nothing but brilliant purest things and there is no problems show me that country i'll wait for your reply you're not going to get one they're trying to change the narrative uh and i would have leaned into everything about how great we are our inclusivity look at our team here show me another team right that has the kind of 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 
inclusivity that we have. We got white players and black players. We've got Asian players. I mean, we've got, show me all this. We got Latino players. They're all Americans, but show me the other country that's got that. Hell, Germany's got black and white players. Oh, yeah. I'm looking over at your time, your team. I see pretty much just Iranian players. How's your how's your women's national team? Not very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you let them play some sports and read a book, Chad. I'm just saying, if we're gonna play the game, let's play the game, shall we? I didn't think so. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet text. Love hearing from every single one of you. Speaking of insanity, uh, the the growing lunacy that is taking place right now in China. It, if you're not paying attention, the the crowds of the, the 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 cries of anger are getting louder. The cries of freedom that they want, especially a younger group of people, is growing. Does it mean it's going to happen? No. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. But it is scary how fast this has come. I want to see how fast it goes. Because remember what happened with Tiananmen Square. And, you know, when we saw the wall fall, I was in England. And watching it fall was amazing. It was incredible. But the Soviets and the Eastern Bloc, they had lost their grip. They knew they no longer had it, partly because they knew that they had nothing else. There was no financial security. They had run out of stuff. The people were fed up and tired. You could take away a lot of things and people will look the other way, especially if they're living a decent life. But when you start taking away that stuff or that stuff is no longer there, it is over. Because eventually they're going to rise up. What do, I, what do we always say on the show? You can mess with a lot of things. You can't mess with people's money. When Tiananmen Square happened, that rise started to happen. People remembered, and then it was just gone. And if you don't remember what happened is, essentially, they turned out the lights, and then they cleaned the place up. And then they really cleaned afterwards and scrubbed everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's scary. And it's scary what China can do. And it may be coming here. Just want to point this out to you. This is crazy. So China has a, a, a we talk about the social credit score. Right? We opt into ours. They control theirs. It's a different scenario. It's being essentially franchised out to other countries. Oh. And the things that they can do with this are frightening. If you go to China, so I lived overseas, if you go to Shenzhen, Back in 2017, they already had facial recognition cameras there. So if you jaywalked in Shenzhen, they would immediately detect that and send you a notification. And they would deduct money from your, what they call WeChat account. They, they use two main apps, WeChat and Alipay. So you can actually deduct your money directly from your account. This is four years ago. So this is not like some sort of conspiracy theory. It's not something that's going to happen 10 years into the future. This happened pre-corona in China. So what they're saying is they use two, essentially, imagine having like two banks where you keep your money. All right. And China has complete access to your banks. They can just take money out. They see you do something they don't like. They could fine you. And you go to your account, and you're like, oh, all my money's gone or a certain amount of money's gone. And it's been ducted because of what? Well, they saw you do something they didn't like. Doesn't mean you broke the law. But socially against the Communist Party, you may have broken their law. 
It's total control. Everything you do or don't do will be calculated to the point where if they can detect your GPS signal, if you have a phone on you, they can detect who you're hanging out with. Oh, you're hanging out with somebody that said something bad nine years ago on Weibo, okay, like a Chinese equivalent to Facebook or something like that, right? Oh, you lose two points. Oh, you bought Japanese books. You lose five points because you don't like Japan. This is what is going to come here because it's already there. Yeah. We have the cancel culture. It's a little bit different. Uh, but their culture, again, is crazy. And, and one of the things that was very interesting, and Anthony pointed this out to me, so when you see all the the, the, the things that are going on over there with the protest and, and whatnot, I'm surprised our cameras are still allowed there, uh, you see a lot of tents. People are in tents. And, and, you know, Anthony's like, it's crazy, and he pointed these things out to me, and I went and looked it up, and, it, and it's nuts. So some of these people that are living in tents, they're living in tents because they're living in tents because they have no choice. They're at a point now where their credit score is so low that they won't get served at restaurants. Their apartment buildings won't open up with their codes to let them into their apartments. That's where they're at because they have done enough stuff that they believe to be egregious towards the Communist Party that they should be penalized for this. Now, who else would do something like that? Would we do something like this? It's not going away. Israel is already talking about the fourth shot, and they're going to ask if you're gay. They're going to be asking if you ate three pizzas this week because it's unhealthy. If you buy certain books in certain countries, your country doesn't like you. You'll lose points in the social credit score system. So this is already the reality of the world in certain places, and we need to be aware of that if we don't want that or if we do. Yeah. No, I don't think we want that. We already have enough mining the the gap, if you will, when it comes to us. And everybody looking at stuff, uh, you know, when it comes to, hey, uh, what did you say on Twitter eight years ago, 12 years? We already have enough of that crap. But the difference is that's between you and you or this group and that group and stuff. Here, it is something completely different. This is the government. Could you imagine the Well, wait, we tried to have that, right? Didn't we try to have a czar that was going to be our social media czar that was going to be the person that was going to go in and moderate the speech? Yeah, we've tried that. And luckily, we were able to shoot that down. The simple reality is, is that the technology that CSIS has and all these big tech corporations, they already know where you are. It's just that they don't want to shock the system too much and admit that they have it. But the NSA has all of your information. They know your Google searches from like February 9th, 2004 in a bunker in Colorado. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> right, trouble. right. They have all this information. So, but they don't like in the U.S. They have the Fourth Amendment. They can't. They're not supposed to track you forever. Right. So they pretend they don't have it. But yeah. they do. They do. They absolutely have it. And that's the scary thing. You know that. And I know that. And we all know that. You know they've got it. We know they've got it. They know that we know. We play this weird little thing where we don't think it happens. Or they were only looking and we try to justify the fact. That's what Snowden pointed out and several others. All of the stuff that the NSA and everybody was doing and, and spying on its own people. That's the scary thing. And so this system in China that exists, it's extremely advanced. They can detect if it's a man or a woman. They can detect, they can guess your age. They can detect what kind of car model it is. This is a sort of technology that we see in all these dystopian sort of films and whatever. And people keep putting it off and thinking that this is something that's going to happen later in my kid's lifetime or my grandkids. It's already here. Yep. It's already here. So be prepared, kids. You know that and I know that. The difference between the Chinese people who want freedom and are crying out for that and us is... They didn't opt into theirs, and in many cases, we opted into ours. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. A lot of stuff to squeeze into today. My pillow has towels, dirt sheep, right? Dirt sheep. In fact, you could soak up the savings. 
Soak up the savings, Chad. Tell me more. 40 bucks, Six-piece towel set coming your way right now. Plus other deep discounts on all MyPillow products. You go to MyPillow.com slash Benson. But if you act now, normally 90 bucks, you're going to get it for $40. Super absorbent, amazing, incredible, soft. You will love these. And are you ready? They're going to extend their 60-day money-back guarantee all the way out to March of next year. Take advantage of this and many other discounts that are going on at MyPillow by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Make sure you use that code Benson right now to save big 4D dollars. Six-piece towel set for yours right now. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. There's no way to tell how long the volcano will erupt. The governor is warning residents to be prepared for lava flow in the near future. It will definitely be a weeks before it would be moving into any um, populated areas. In the meantime, falling ash is a concern. People with respiratory illnesses have been warned to stay indoors. Yep, Mauna Loa is erupting. Go Mauna Loa. Now, how big is Mauna Loa's biggest uh, volcano? Uh, they have. In fact, it is considered the largest volcano on Earth, dwarfed only by uh, Tamu Masif. But it, as far as activity, it is active. Ooh. They're saying Mauna Loa has probably been erupting for at least 700,000 years. Uh, merged uh, above sea level about 400,000 years ago. It's the oldest known dated rocks that they have are, though, not older than 200,000 years. And it is large, about 14,000 feet, just under that. And uh, it is, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's burbling up, as the kids would say. Here's something else, though. What if I want to go visit Hawaii? Can I still come? The governor says the lava is flowing far from resort areas and says there's no reason to cancel or change an upcoming trip to the Big Island. In fact, businesses are expecting an increase in visitors who want to see the eruption up close. Now, growing up in Hawaii, we would always talk about Kilauea erupting, never Mauna Loa. Yeah, and you don't want that. So what could happen? Uh, well, first of all, just to give you guys a, 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 just an idea of how powerful volcanoes are, I always go back to uh, St. Helens because that was the one I think that, that, that the last one here in America where the eruption was so big. The explosion that took place in, in, in Mount St. Helens up in Washington State, I was in Southern California. You know, register on the Richter scales. It was the kind of thing where it was like, what, 500,000 at the time. It was some ridiculous thing like that. If you were within, you know, X amount of miles, and we're talking miles, like 10 miles, you were like, it eviscerated things. If you're within like five or seven miles, I think it liquefied you. It was that kind of power that it had. But they knew something was coming, and they warned a lot of people, get off, get off, get off. We're not quite there yet. But if Mauna Loa exploded... That's the kind of thing where it throws up enough ash for as long that it cools the earth, the, the, the temperature out there because it gets up in the atmosphere. It's nuts how crazy it is and how powerful volcanoes are. And we always say this, kids, nature will mess you up. And it can. I'm not quite sure I'd be wanting to go visit just yet. That's all I'm saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Metzen Show. Your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Portland. Lady shuts her... Sh- door down. And I think we all know why, but we'll talk about it 
and she got backlash because how dare you do something like this? How dare you not allow people to rob you and still give us the opportunity to buy in your store? How dare you? Talk about that. Many other things straight ahead. This is the Chad Benton Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Very interesting. I just saw a uh, interview earlier today. Brian Moynihan, who's the guy who runs uh, Bank of America, was on with Poppy Harlow on CNN. There's not a lot going on until the game starts. That's all I'm trying to say. But it was uh, a very interesting interview because they asked him questions about uh, Elon Musk. Are you worried about Elon and blowing the company up? And he's like, I'm not really worried about that. And uh, it would, but then they got into like sustainability. Uh, should governments do more? Should it be corporations? Say, look, you know, and he goes, and you guys invest in oil and gas, and is that a bad thing? And he's like, look, we need all. We need to do it all, which is what everybody's been saying forever today. Look, green energy sounds great, but, you know, are we just going to ignore the fact that the end user is very excited they get to use, you know, their electric car and it's not producing any gnarly stuff? Uh, and at the same time, the the devastation that was done to get all of the stuff to build the car, meaning, you know, the nickel and whatnot for the battery. Well, we're going to ignore all that. And the fact that we have to power it, usually with coal, we're going to ignore that. It's about reality and sustainability. And that's kind of what he said to her. It's like, look, we need everybody. We need oil and gas. And uh, then the other thing he said, which more people need to say this, look, I'm in a business that deals with money. And I have clients. And clients, you know what they want? Us to invest and do right by them with their money. That includes the fact that, yes, we're going to invest in some green stuff if we think it's good. And we think not only is it, is it good for the future and the environment, but it's going to be good for the, the pocketbook of the people who've entrusted me with their money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And at the same time, oil and gas is still a good investment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that as well. Absolutely. Speaking of gasoline, it's going down. Dropping about 11 cents in each of the past two weeks, the average national price for a gallon of regular gasoline, says the survey by the Energy Department, to $3.53. That's 15 cents a gallon lower than a year ago, down an average of 9 cents in New England, 14 cents a gallon in the Midwest, and 18 cents on the West Coast. Yeah, and uh, we'll see what that looks like. You know, like the the reality is, is we're, we're kind of lucky, and this sounds horrible to say because of what's going on in China. That the Chinese aren't, uh, they're part of their zero COVID policy still going on right now. Uh, so because of that, they're not consuming the energy that they needed. It's going to look different next month because for those of you who don't know, you know, when we put sanctions in on, on countries, it doesn't always mean it's happening this second. A lot of what we're going to see when it comes to oil and gas and whatnot, when it comes to Russia, happens next month. that'll be interesting. So when a lot of people say, well, we put in sanctions, yeah, but it doesn't mean that it happens today, right? There's a marketplace and you're buying things out months in advance. So this is going to be interesting. 
But, you know, it's gotten to the point where if you think about it, isn't it weird that we're allowing Chevron to go into Venezuela and start to, I don't know, drill? <laughs> yeah, you guys can go pump more uh, oil. And if you guys could do that in a hurry, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic if you guys could do that. Oh, my Lord. One of the other things, though, I found interesting. So Moynihan's on there. So this is CEO of, of Bank of America. He's talking about something. And when they're talking about the employer and employee, you know, kind of relationship, right? There's this kind of weird, you know, dance that they do where it's like one minute so-and-so has power, then the next minute such-and-such has power, and then it kind of goes back and forth and back and forth. And one of the big things has always been, you know, their their thing is like, hey, he goes, I celebrated last week somebody who's been with the company 50 years, 52 years, 55 years, and 75 years. And they started with us when they were 18, and, you know, we, 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 we groomed them, we gave them an apprenticeship, we built it up, we sent them to college, and they were with us the whole time. Uh, and And... Employers are having to look and make different decisions now because the path to college isn't what it once was in the sense of I'm going to go to college. I'm doing this, that, and the other because people are looking back on, do I really need to go to college? No, I don't know. Do you? I don't know if I can afford to take out the kind of debt that I that, that, that it might need for some of the things I want. Can I get it in other ways? Employers are starting to look and go, you know, college may not be all it's about. At the beginning of 2019, about 46% of jobs required at least a bachelor's degree. COVID set in, hiring got tough, and the number fell below 35%. Now researchers say the figure is back to 41%, but some of the biggest companies, including Alphabet, Delta Airlines, IBM, and Walmart, have decided to focus more on skills and work experience that on the letters behind someone's name. Which is huge, because at the end of the day, that's, uh, can you do the job, right? Can you can you do the job? Yeah, I can. Uh, you've got a degree. Can you do the job? No, they can't. Oh, but you've got a degree. And there was a time there when that was the most important thing. You're, 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 you're actually doing of the job didn't matter. This person has done the job for, for five years somewhere else and our competitor and has kicked our ass, but they couldn't work here because they don't have a degree. You, we have to hire because it says we have to. And when it comes to Alphabet and Facebook and a lot of other things, one of the things that makes me laugh is you go look at a lot of these huge tech companies that wanted you to have degrees. Many of their founders, many of the, they didn't have any degrees. Man, none of that stuff. They got into college, went there for a little while, they dropped out. Wasn't for me. Coding and a lot of that stuff. I know kids who are in high school or insane when it comes to computers. They couldn't get a job at some places two, three years ago. They're coming out now. They're like, I don't go there. They're going to start their own thing to work for somebody else. But trying to find a gig was tough because, well, I don't have a degree. But I'm 25 times the coder than any of these people are. My skills when it comes to the computer, the back end and the front end are ridiculous. But uh, times are changing, though. And, and experience matters. That's the other thing. Experience matters. I'm going to train you in my way, in the way that we do things. Because we have interns here, and they'll ask us, you know, well, I'm getting a degree. Do you have a degree? I'm like, mm, hard knocks, life. It's a big degree. I said I did schooling in Europe, but I went to school a bit here. But I said the reality is, is this this job is about I can teach you all the things. Same thing when I do voiceovers and stuff. Because I'll teach everybody how to, you know, use all the things. And it's the one thing that I can't teach them. I always tell you. I can teach you the basics of how to edit and how to do things. You're going to go to college and you're in college right now and you're doing all the things. You're doing all the stuff and you're going through all the things and you do it. Fantastic. Here's what I can't teach you. 
to have an ear for things. Oh, oh. And then talent. I can't teach you that. I teach you a lot of the basics, but I can't teach you some of the other things to get the job done. And it's like my dad used to say, you can't teach height. Right? You can't teach funny. You can't teach fast. And you can't teach a good chin. You make somebody a better boxer. You can make them faster. Right? You can take somebody who's funny and hone it and make them funnier and work on a craft. Somebody who's tall, you can't teach them to be tall, but you can't teach them to be a, good, a great basketball player. Like a lot of things. There's just some things you can't teach. And some things are about experience. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, do uh, do uh, Thomas the Tank Engine never went on strike. I'm just saying that. But we might have a strike. Oh. President Biden yesterday asked Congress to intervene. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi responded, saying the House will take up legislation this week requiring railroad crews to work under a previous tentative agreement. In the Senate, Democrats would need Republican support to pass the bill. Yeah. Uh, are they going to really push the unions like this? That's that's interesting. Because the Democrats... I mean, they live off the unions. And it's kind of weird that as time has gone on over the last two decades, the 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 liberal elitist academia has become the norm in the Democratic Party. And what was once the the union member, the 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 quote unquote non-educated or upper education, uh, you know, people have kind of gravitated towards the Republicans. And this will be a very interesting thing if you are a. Republican, how do you take this? And if you're a Democrat, are you really going to force them to get out there? Because the cost of this loss during the holiday season, but just on a daily, uh, you know, just take it away any time of the year. But this time in particular with so many businesses that are already struggling with supply chain issues still is tremendous. A shutdown could cripple supply chains, cost the economy an estimated $2 billion per day, and place a massive strain on the trucking industry. The American Trucking Association's now calling on lawmakers to act, and more than 400 business groups signed a letter to Congress saying, we call on you to take immediate steps to prevent a national rail strike and the certain economic destruction that would follow. Yeah. Again, Thomas would never went through this tank and she's like, you're not doing anything. You guys hear me? You, you guys hear me now? You guys are coming over here and you're working today. Don't make me come off this track. Because if I do, I'm going to get you. Because that was Thomas's way to talk when he needed to be tough. But you, you understand? Do you guys get it? I will snap your legs up. We got stuff to do, mate. You're not doing this. And if we have to, we'll come down and bang some heads. I don't think we'll see a strike. I think the president and Congress uh, have come to the realization that a strike would be too hard on the economy, particularly at this time when inflation is so high, and they're going to avert it. Uh, they'll pass a piece of legislation requiring that the rail workers go back to work. Now think about that for a second. So a president that is Democrat, the House, still Democrat, the Senate, Democrat, you've got all of them. The Rail Workers Union. The union. Is going to be forced to go back and work. Oh, wow. That's crazy. 
But there are a lot of issues here. A lot of issues. And inflation being one, absolutely. The time of the year is also another one. It's Christmas time. We can't have that. If you're a big business and you're in California, you're not really that terrified of what may be in a sense of if you only really sell in California. That's not the worst thing. But that's not us anymore. That's every we sell everywhere. And getting our stuff from point A to point B would suck because we just don't have any other way of doing it. You know, we yes, we've got truckers. Yes, we have the rail and we can fly certain things there, but still so much of it depends on the railway. If rail goes down and then everyone's all the shippers are gonna rely on trucks to get their product to, to store shelves, and there's just not enough trucks and enough truckers to, to do that. Yeah. They estimate 460,000 to 500,000 new trucks would be needed if they were going to try to make it up via the trucks rather than rail. We just don't have that. We're already short, what, 180,000 truckers? Somewhere in there? Couldn't happen. This is what Thomas, Thomas never dealt with this. He goes, you're tough. And he don't take nothing. And if I have to... I'll get off this track, and I'll come bust some ads, and we'll get back at it. You guys understand what I'm saying? You do? Fantastic. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. I love hearing from all of you. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens. It's got vitamins, got minerals, probiotics, omega-369, a supplement. It goes on top of your dog's food. Dr. Dennis Black, former, former vet, right? Vietnam-era vet, decorated Helicopter pilot. Guy was a Green Beret. Guy who's done all of these things, became a naturopathic doctor over a quarter of a century ago and started formulating amazing things. And one of them was this incredible supplement for your dog. And it has given my dog a new lease on life, and it is awesome. And if you love your animals like I love my animals, all he asks is you try it. He wants everybody to try a bag. It's free. It's not going to cost you anything except shipping. It's a few bucks. Sprinkle on top of your dog's food. Don't change anything and you watch what happens. I've done that with my dogs now for four and a half, almost five, it'll be five years in January, and my oldest dog, Doodle, is happier and healthier than he's ever been, and my other dogs are going to be two and three. They're living their best lives and off to a great start. Try it for free right now. Go to roughgreens, ruffgreens.com slash chad, roughgreens.com slash chad. Get a free bag today, roughgreens.com slash chad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Let's wrap it up straight ahead. This is the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. After Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday comes Giving Tuesday. It started in 2012 by Manhattan's 92nd Street Wise Belfer Center for Innovation and Social Impact as an opportunity to help the charity of your choice make a difference in your community or maybe even the world. Many organizations offer specials to mark the event, in some cases matching your donation dollar for dollar. You may be able to deduct the donation on your 2022 income tax return. You can also take part by donating your time and talents. Yeah, lots of stuff uh, today that you can do. It's giving to. We, we, we just can't, you know, giving, you should be able to give every day, right? It's like it's a specific day. Well, it's a specific day. But it's Giving Tuesday today, and it's neat if you're, you know, like, go see, but what's your church do? Is your church do anything big? Is your 
Is your local, you know, neighborhood, uh, you know, thrift shop doing something? I mean, uh, a way to give, and it's it's always good. But we have to announce everything. It just can't be like, hey, we're going to have, it's like, hey, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday and uh, uh, Giving Tuesday. But uh, it used to just be Taco Tuesday. Like, that's had it for a long time. Now it's Giving Tuesday. So maybe today you go out, you give a little, and you reward yourself with a taco. Oh, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea, Chad. I like that idea a lot. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us? Text the program. Jay Leno, back on stage after having his face horribly burnt. Uh, but he is, that man, this guy, I'll talk about a guy who still works. Like, he's like, all right, I want to retire. By that, I mean, I just want to retire and do a lot of other things. They say laughter is the best medicine. I never thought of myself as a roast comic. Hey, thank you, thank you. Jay Leno making people laugh on his way into his first show since suffering serious burns while working on one of his cars. No, we got two shows tonight, regular and extra crispy. Okay, thank you. Back on stage at Hermosa Beach's Comedy and Magic Club in Southern California, where Leno's performed Sunday nights for decades, the 72-year-old joked about the accident to the sold-out crowd who gave him a standing ovation. Leno was burned when gas ignited after a leak, Leno showing up to the club in an electric Tesla. Ah! Because he doesn't hate Elon Musk. You know what's interesting about that? People ask me, like, where could we go see stars? So I said, well, one place you can go every Sunday night is you go to the, the Magic Club and the Comedy Magic Club, and Jay Leno will be there every Sunday night without fail. Comes up, does a set, still like It's like just, you know, there it is every single night. He is there like clockwork. And the first place he went, once he got out and had the chance, he went straight to the Hermosa Beach comedy and magic club pretty it's, it's without fail kids without fail some things you know just like it's like your your watch so you got i like watches kind of my jam and everybody said what's a good watch you know a little bit of rolex or this any other it's like is it is it specifically for time or is it a piece it's like a piece that you love because eh, some watches as great as they are they don't keep great time i know that sounds weird and some keep amazing time and it's 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 odd. Like my little cheap Fitbit here keeps amazing time. So my other watches, eh, their time is okay. It's not great. Oh, he's like that timepiece. Perfect every single night on Sundays. He will be there doing his comedy. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Solid fun show today. It's Giving Tuesday. Go give yourself something. And reward yourself with a little taco. Come on, USA. Don't let me down. Uh, Follow along on all the Twitters, the social media, and everything in between. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you for giving your time and listening to us. And I hope we gave you a little bit as well on this Giving Tuesday. I guarantee you this. We're going to do everything we can to get our butts back here tomorrow at the same time. Same bad channel. To have a little bit of fun. Have a little bit of laughter and infotain you. As always, Night Night Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.